0: Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice And in today's podcast we're going to be discussing When your ex will stop thinking about you I provide audio coaching for breakup recovery Trying to get an ex back Attracting someone new And life coaching Visit www.dateme.tips for more details. Please check your spam and junk folders if you are expecting an email from me. So now let's get back into today's podcast and today we are discussing when your ex will stop thinking about you. So if you have been dumped and want to try to get your ex back, you will likely hope that your ex thinks about you. But will they ever stop thinking about you? In today's podcast, I'll be discussing three instances where your ex will stop thinking about you. So let's get straight into this. And point number one is when you chase them away. So if you've been dumped and want to try to get your ex back, I always suggest as a starting point, you implement my version of a no contact rule. Now, for those of you who are not aware, the no contact rule It's something that lots of people suggest you implement if you have been dumped and want to try to get your ex back. However, my version of a no contact rule differs from many of the versions that you can find online. And I suggest that you subscribe to my YouTube channel, ring the bell for notifications and check out the playlist entitled the no contact rule. So you can fully immerse yourself in my version of a rule and understand why I believe it will give you that best possible chance of success. And a fundamental pillar stone to my version of a no contact rule is that you don't chase your ex. Now, what do I mean by chasing? Well, I mean that if and when you've been dumped at the time of a breakup, when it's settled, when everything has been said and done, you don't contact your ex unless there is a necessary reason or unless there is a very rare caveat to my version of a rule. Now, for most of you, you will not have to worry about that. You know, for most of you... There is not going to be that varying difference where you should be reaching out to your ex unless they do first and in regards to you should not reach out to your ex unless it's for something necessary. Very, very, very occasionally there might be an exception to the rule but generally speaking, which is of course how I have to produce these podcasts in a general sense, you shouldn't be contacting your ex again unless they contact you first. So when we consider what chasing would reference. This would be if you were to text, call, knock on your ex's door, wait outside by their work, you'd get the picture. If you were trying to instigate contact before they do first, this could be seen as chasing them. So you might be thinking, well, if I'm chasing my ex, how on earth could that mean that they're going to stop thinking about me? Surely this means I'm going to be on their mind. And in part, you are correct, but let me further explain point number one. So if and when you start chasing your ex, of course, you're absolutely right. You are going to be on their mind, but they're going to be thinking of you in a bad way. If somebody ends a relationship, they do not want to be in a romantic connection with you anymore. And a lot of the time, they don't want to be in a platonic connection with you either. So if you were to chase your ex in these examples, you can see that straight off the bat you are frustrating your now dumper. You're frustrating them because they've requested for your connection to end at this time, to not be together, to not spend in that time that you once did with one another. So if they're asking this and you are ignoring what they're requesting and instead you're chasing them, you're texting, calling, knocking on their door... You're behaving in a way where they think to themselves, yeah, look, my dumpy, I know they're going to text me tonight because they text me every night or every week or even every month. You know, if they know that you are not going to be able to maintain my version of a no contact rule, then yes, they're going to be thinking about you, but it's going to be in a bad way because they're thinking my ex is going to be pestering me. My ex is going to be chasing me. My ex is going to be harassing me. My ex is not going to leave me alone. I want them to leave me alone. So during this time, your ex dumper is not thinking of you in a positive way. They're likely thinking of you in a negative way. And if they think of you in a negative way, the very remnants of that romantic emotional attraction that may have still been there, that they felt for you, is slowly but surely going to be eradicated. At the time of a breakup, somebody's level of romantic emotional attraction is very low for their now-dumpee, but it doesn't mean it's completely gone. There's likely to still be some attraction there, And this is what we try to grow if we try to get our ex back. But if you keep pestering your ex, if you keep chasing your ex, if you keep behaving in a way which is going to make them think negatively of you, you are definitely going to be extinguishing that last remaining romantic attraction that they felt for you. So what exactly does this mean in the long term? Well, eventually, your ex dumper is going to get their way, which is they don't want to be connected with you. If they have decided to end the relationship and you keep harassing them, they're not likely to say, you know what, I've made a wrong decision, let's get back together. No, instead, they're more likely to be even more focused on achieving that goal. And therefore, they will get to that point by whatever means necessary. Now, at first, this is probably just them going to be either ignoring you or asking you to please leave them alone. But if you keep going and keep going and keep going, sadly, sometimes people will contact the authorities. And maybe as a dumpee, you'll be told by the authorities, if you contact your ex again, you're going to be getting in serious trouble with the law. So, in that instance, what we can see here is, eventually, a dumper will get the position that they want to be in, which, at that moment in time, is not being in contact with you. Whether or not it's just by ignoring you, whether or not it's by telling you to leave them alone, or whether or not it's them getting the law involved, you know, they're likely to get to that position. but difference being, is if they get to that position, once the remaining romantic emotional attraction has been extinguished, but unfortunately, they're going to be thinking of you very, very little. Now, a theme within today's podcast, when I say, when will your ex stop thinking about you? You know, we have to use our common sense somewhat. They are never going to fully forget you. There are going to be triggers that make them think about you. But I'm talking about day-to-day. When is an ex per going to stop thinking about their dumpy day-to-day, certainly in a positive sense? And point number one is connected to the fact that if you chase them away, if you behave in a negative way, if you extinguish that remaining romantic emotional attraction, then if and when they get to a point where they are not talking to you anymore because either you've decided to stop harassing them or maybe they've had to get the law involved, the authorities, then when that moment happens and they finally get peace, they are not going to be thinking of you because they're going to just be relieved that finally they've got their peace. So point number one about when your ex will stop thinking about you is when you chase them away. So now let's get into point number two and the second point of today's podcast about when your ex will stop thinking about you. And point number two is when you become version 0.5. Version 0.5 is when somebody has not become a better version of themselves but instead are a lesser version. If you were version one, when you was in a relationship with your partner, if and when you were dumped, you have a few options. You could stay at that version one, you could grow to version 2.0, or you could shrink and decline to version 0.5, version 0.5. And this is what we're talking about in point number two. If you showcase yourself as version 0.5, then your ex will get to that stage where they're going to be thinking of you less and less and less, to the point or unless there's a major trigger, they won't be thinking of you at all. So what exactly do I mean by this? Well, I always suggest that if, for instance, you use social media, you need to be using it in a positive way. The best version of social media usage is when you promote yourself in a positive light. The middle option of social media usage is when you go radio silent. You know that? is the default option of when you're not making things necessarily better but you're certainly not making things worse. The worst version of using social media is when you use it badly and this is one of the examples of when you can shrink to become a version 0.5. If you become a version 0.5 of yourself you'd be behaving in a way where online and look you know it doesn't just have to be online but I'm using this as an example you might not even be using social media, but maybe friends of friends see how you're behaving and acting and looking. It's the same difference, you know, whether you're posting online or whether you're just living your life. People who know your ex or maybe your ex themselves may see you, hear about you, read about you, whatever it may be. You know, if they see a photo of you and you really look like you've declined in your health and your fitness, that is not a good sign. If you're behaving in a way which is negative. Maybe you're behaving in a way which is erratic, showcasing an unstable mind, showcasing negative traits. Maybe, for instance, you're posting sad song lyrics online. Maybe, for instance, you're posting photos of yourself, but unfortunately, you look like you've really declined your health and your fitness. They're examples of when, if your ex was to find out, they're going to be thinking, gosh, you know, what's happened to my ex? They look terrible. Oh gosh, what has happened to my ex? You know, they don't seem to have a stable mind from what they're typing. You know, what they're putting out there. Maybe a friend of a friend has told your ex. Now, look, you know, you're listening to us and you're probably thinking, well, they should know exactly what's happened. I'm heartbroken. You know, look, most of us have been there. We've all been there through the heartbreak. We all know what the grind is like. And it's true and it's real and it's very, very hard work. But you can come out the other side And this is the difference. You know, I'm not talking about people who have gone through the grind in a very, very early stage. Of course, you're going to be showcasing yourself as somebody who is not your best. Nobody is their best straight out of a breakup. Now, I'm talking about further down the line. And although it's hard, but when you're month's down the line, you need to be trying to take those positive steps. If you're living your life in a negative way, months down the line, and your ex was to find out about this, they're probably not going to be thinking that they have set you down this path of negativity. In their mind, they're probably thinking, okay, the breakup was six months ago, and I don't know why my ex is now looking, behaving, acting, typing, these types of things. Now, you might think, well, it's very understandable, and honestly, there is no race to get through grief you know, there is no shortcut. This can take years. It can certainly take many months. So I'm not talking about trying to race through grief. But What I am saying is that if and when you're online on your social media, if and when you're in public interacting with people, try your best to show your best self. Now in private, speak to your friends and family. In private, speak to your local doctor, speak to a counsellor, go through what you need to, release your emotion, but don't do it in public where your ex can see because if you want to try to get them back you must understand that this is not an attractive behavior this is not an attractive way of living your life if it doesn't look like you have a stable mindset it's not attractive to be looking very unhealthy you've got to realize that to get your ex back you've got to regrow romantic emotional attraction you can't make them worry about you you can't make them feel pity for you this is not going to help you. So I'm not saying you can't go through the emotions. Of course you need to. It takes a long time to process the grief of a breakup. You know, you might need specialist assistance and help. You might need to speak with your friends and family and nobody more than that. This is down to you. Don't bottle your feelings up. Live every emotion in a safe and healthy way. All I'm saying is if your ex sees you, hears about you, reads about you, and it seems that you are no longer the person you used to be, which bearing in mind they ended a relationship with, then it's not likely that they're going to regrow romantic emotional attraction. You know if for instance they find out that you no longer work at the company you did and you're now unemployed, and it's for no reason other than you just couldn't find the motivation to go to work. They're not going to be feeling sorry for you by thinking, oh gosh, I ended a relationship and they couldn't work anymore. They're just going to be thinking, oh gosh, there's my ex. You know, they used to be doing this with their life and now they're just at home alone. You know, that's not very appealing. You know, maybe I made the right choice to kind of get out of that relationship because this is what was going to become of them. Now, you might see this very differently You might see this as them putting you on that path, but there has to be a moment of accountability. You know, I speak from experience, and also many people who are listening would have gone through similar situations in their past, as well as maybe now. And it comes to that stage where, yes, you're feeling the pain. Yes, you're finding it really, really hard to get out of bed. But you have to do it, and you have to do it for you and your own self-respect. So it gets to that moment where you can't be blaming your ex for making you feel the way you do. You know, you've got to be living your life in a positive way to improve yourself, to become a version 2.0, certainly not dropping further from a person who was dumped. Now, if you want advice and support on trying to get through breakup recovery, if you want to try and increase the chance of getting your ex back, then you may want to consider my audio coaching service where me and you can speak one-on-one about your unique, specific situation. Go to my website, www.dateme.tips, for more information about how I can become your coach and your teammate via my audio coaching service. So now let's get into point number three and my final point of today's podcast, about when your ex will stop thinking about you. And point number three is after a long, long time. Now, as I said at the beginning of today's podcast, I don't believe that an ex will ever truly forget you. There will always be triggers. There will always be moments where you cross their mind. But what we're talking about here is when your ex dumper doesn't think of you on a day to day basis. And point number three is after a long, long time. And when I say that, I'm talking years. You know, I'm not talking days, I'm not talking weeks, I'm not talking months, I'm not even talking a year. I'm talking years. Now, it is true that from my research, the chances of getting your ex back do start to decline once it's been longer than a year. Okay, from a year, your chances decline. But I still know people who've heard from exes many years down the line, two, three, four years down the line. You know, some people have told me even further than that. You know, I've got no evidence on this, but this is what people have told me. You know, sometimes it's been even longer than 10 years that I've been told. But these examples become much rarer and we have to understand and see that beyond a year, the chances do start to fade. And I would say even more so when you go beyond four or five years. When I see and consider the examples that I've had from people, yes, there have been many more than a year, some over two or three years, but very, very few over four or five years. So even though your chances of success start to decline after a year, it's really four or five years, for those chances really start to dry up completely. I would never say never. You know, you never know what the future holds. But if we're to consider when a dumper is going to stop thinking about their dumpy day-to-day, certainly nowhere near as much, I would say after a very, very long time, which I would constitute as more than three or four, five years. This is when every anniversary has come around, not but once, but multiple times. The triggers will start to fade somewhat. They would never go away fully and there is always a chance of reconnection. But you know, when we're talking about when your ex will stop thinking about you, we have to say that after a long, long time, which is probably four, five years or so, this is when it's likely to become more of a reality.